Welcome back. It's the Internet Advisor. We've titled our show Keeping an Eye on Crime. And uh, to start our conversation, I want to introduce somebody uh, from the Detroit Police Department, and that's Deputy Chief Todd Bettison, who's with us on the phone. Uh, Deputy Chief, thank you so much for joining us here on a Saturday. Such a pleasure to be here. How are you today? We're doing very well, and uh, what we're doing today is talking about uh, keep, uh, keeping an eye on crime. Let me introduce the other person who's in studio with us, and uh, his city, which is Clinton Township, is uh, do, about to really get into that, and that's uh, Robert Cannon, who is a supervisor in Clinton Township. Bob, thank you so much for joining us here. I'm glad to be here. What a beautiful view you have. You can almost see the Tiger game. <laughs> that's Close. true. Uh, let me uh, step back for just a moment and talk with you, uh, Deputy Chief uh, Bettison. First of all, uh, there's a program called Project Greenlight that began in January of 2016 with um, eight... As I'm at gas stations, am I right, that joined the program to start with? Absolutely, absolutely. And I was there right from the beginning. I was there in the negotiations. Um, and, and when I was there even when Chief Craig came up with the idea of Project Greenlight, and he tasked me and a couple other members of, you know, bringing this to fruition. Yep. And it, it, it's just amazing to see how a great idea caught on oh, yeah. and with the support of the mayor and actually putting, um, you know, that, that full city support behind it mm-hmm. and, and, and the public-private partnership. We are where we are today with 170 businesses wow. that are green lights right now in the city of Detroit. Wow. Now, let's talk about what that means practically, just kind of set the stage there. That, what that's talking about is that they have got uh, surveillance cameras in their stores or their places of business, that information is fed, am I right, that that information is then fed to a central location, or that was at least was the original concept? That That, that is right. So one, one of the things to mention is uh, a Project Greenlight is a private-public um, um, relationship where the okay. business owners care about the, uh, about the um, customers, mm-hmm. meaning they actually purchase the cameras themselves, and oh. then they purchased the internet um, um, technology through Comcast, which allows that feed to be fed into the Detroit Police Department's real-time crime center, where uh. we have analysts there watching and able to pull it back. And what's really important is we, we had to make sure that we got it right, meaning it's HD video. So mm-hmm. you remember back in the day when it was the grainy video? Oh, yeah. Was, yeah. <laughs> it, yes. not, not anymore. Not anymore. I mean, this video is high quality, high definition, and you don't have a problem recognizing who it is. Cal? What sort of uh, investment does the, the, the uh, business owner have to put in on average for that type of equipment, for that facility? So, you know, it, it, it has evolved, and the original eight back in 2016, when they came on, they had to make uh, somewhere about an $8,000 investment of their own money. Mm. And, 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 and the city doesn't get a dime from this. We don't get a monitoring fee. We're not trying to make money. We're just trying to make folks safe. Yeah. So, so with that being said, the city is investing in the resources to make sure that our crime center and that we have enough analysts to be able to monitor the video and that, you know, pull the video back up and do what we need to do. So it's really unique because this is the first time ever where private companies are feeding directly into the police department's um, crime wow. center. Right. I, I just I want to bring on uh, uh, Bob Cannon from Clinton Township, but you... How much impact did the Project Greenlight have on the kind of concept of what you folks are doing now in Clinton Township? 
Well, it certainly had an impact. We knew it was working. We read articles where they were catching criminals that were doing things they didn't want them to do. But it wasn't the same type of concept that we're implementing. Right, yes. Our, ours is far different. I think both are going to be successful in the right. end. So talk a little bit of how yours is different from Project Greenlight. We'll go on to elaborate a little more on that in just a little bit, but just in general. We had trouble with several businesses in our community not having cameras and having a lot of crime. We asked them to put cameras in. They refused. Mm. So we decided we were going to force them to do it. And the only way to do that was to pass an ordinance. So we looked around the state to see if we could find some other ordinances, and there weren't any. So my deputy, Liz Vogel, had to go out of state and find an ordinance that we could adapt to Clinton Township. And we went through it very carefully with Captain Marley and our police department, and we got input from some businesses, we got input mm-hmm. from police officers and from other public safety officials. We wanted it to be a good ordinance that people would be happy with. Not only the people would be happy with, but the business owners who had to pay yeah, for right, it would right. be happy with. Right. And we're going to talk about a little more of the practical details of that. I'm, I'm curious, um, uh, Deputy Chief, ha- have you seen a practical, I mean, a, a countable decrease in uh, crime as a result oh. of Project Greenlight? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So those original eight um, that, that came on, their their crime was reduced um, 50%. And, wow. and, and it didn't take long. It was fast. Um, as we bring on more businesses, we average around 35%, 40% as far as a reduction in crime. And let me say something that is, you know, that, that's really significant. The, the Our historic hotspots, so we have some historic hotspots that have been hotspots for crime um, for over the past 20 years. Mm-hmm. So some of those businesses actually have become part of Project Greenlight, and Greenlight actually permanently addressed the root cause of that crime and moved it so it's not there anymore. And, and, and for my wow. Detroit folks, Mac and Bewick. When I say Mac and Bewick, the liquor store at that location has always been a problem. Mm-hmm. The business owner became Project Greenlight, and if you were to talk to him, he would say, you know what? It, it, it solved my problem. It's now safe. It, is, it, it has increased my business. And one of the business owners said that more folks who normally wouldn't stop there feel safe in their stopping. But he made, he made another point. One of, the, one of the business owners at a gas station said, I'm saving $2,000 a month wow. because I joined Project Greenlight because folks stopped stealing. They wow. stopped stealing at my gas station. That, that, Bob, that's a good statistic to take with you. Ed, you were going to say something? I'm sorry. Well, one of the things I was going to say is, or ask is, uh, you would think that this might have an impact on their insurance. So if you install a camera and, you sh- and it's shown a reduction in, in uh, theft and robbery, you would think that the insurance, you could show that to the insurance companies mm-hmm. as, as proof of uh, you know, reduction, reducing rates. Bob, you want to respond? We are being told by business owners, those that have them, that their insurance rates did go down. In fact, going back to what he said about uh, a theft, a lot of these places now are putting the cameras so that you can see them, a TV so that you can see yourself as you walk in. <laughs> and we're encouraging all of our businesses to put up a sign indicating that you're on film. We want, yeah. we want them to do that. We think that'll make everyone safer. Now, did everyone in Clinton Township that fell under the ordinance comply to the ordinance? And was there any resistance? Uh, did you come across a business that may be a mom-and-pop business that's basically working on the edge and couldn't afford this? The answer is they don't have to comply until October 1st. We passed the ordinance on April 1st. So we have six months to go around and explain Mm -hmm. what it is. I'm doing it. Police officers are doing it. And most of the places that we go in have cameras already. We don't want all of our businesses to have it. We have a whole list of who needs to have it, like banks, coin dealers, 
anybody that sells liquor, hotels, motels, check cashing places, video stores, anybody that has a higher propensity to have crime. Right. And they almost all have cameras inside. Deputy Chief, I want to, have you seen community organizations um, responding positively to this as well? Because it would seem that the neighborhoods would be affected positively by this. The whole community of Detroit, um, from what I see and from what I know, has responded positively to it. Matter of fact, that's how we're at 170, because community members like Miss Shirley Birch and other folks out there are going to these businesses and are actually saying, listen, we don't feel safe at your establishment, and we want you to be a Project Greenlight. I'll, I'll take you one example further. So Reverend Horace Sheffield has mm-hmm. a center located in the area of Grand River in Wyoming. It's yep. called the Depot Center. He actually gave the, the, the business, donated $2,500 to the gas station across the street so that that man could become a Project Greenlight. That's how bad it. that they wanted that gas station to be Project Greenlight. I love it. I love it. Yeah. And, and the signage seems to be an important part of it. Is there any, uh, Chief, is there any uh, plans in the future to probably do what I'll probably describe as mobile green light? For example, if you have an area in the city where in the neighborhood there's a lot of drug activity going on, you could go in and set up something temporarily so you can capture who's involved with that and then eradicate that issue? Well, like CCTV kind of thing? Closed yeah. circuit television? Yeah, we, we have some. We, we're not... We're not calling that part of our green light, per right. se, but we do have um, that um, it coming into effect, I would say. But mm-hmm. it's, not being, it's not a part of green light. That's just a part of us moving our surveillance cameras around to address hot spots. But green light is more so just that relationship between business owners uh, and, and the city of Detroit, making sure that we keep the citizens and their customers safe. We're, we're down to like about a 60 seconds, unfortunately, in this segment. Uh, we've been talking with Deputy Chief Todd Bettison, who's uh, uh, with the city of Detroit's Project Greenlight. Just quickly, have you had any kind of a civil rights or, or uh, civil libertarians uh, responding uh, negatively, like, you know, this is this is taking away my freedom by constantly surveilling me? 1984 type stuff. No, no not, not at all, not at all, because we didn't do it that way. These were business owners was on private property, yeah. so we weren't putting it on public property. Gotcha. These are folks on private property, and they're the ones who are buying the cameras and saying, hey, we wanted to feed into the Detroit Police Department. Absolutely. Thank you so much for being with us, uh, Deputy Chief Todd Bettison, talking about Project Greenlight. Uh, and and I, you, it speaks for itself. It's gone from the original eight last uh, January uh, 2016 to now uh, 170 businesses that are involved. And I know that you and uh, the chief are, are looking forward to this continuing its expansion. Thanks so much for being with us, Chief Edison. Thank you. Talk to you guys uh, later. All right. That's Deputy Chief uh, Todd Bettison.